Hello, runners. Hope all of you are doing well. This is Coach Bala here. By the way, did you miss me? I know that uh, last week I could not do it. And this week I am delayed by a day. Uh, life has uh, taken over a little bit with uh, too many uh, curveballs, too many, should I say, parties, too many activities. And uh, literally just couldn't find time uh, to record a weekend message. And I also thought, you know, one week of uh, weekend message miss, it'll only increase your anticipation, hopefully, to uh, hear from me again. <laughs> so here I am. Um, we are almost finishing the season, guys. Can you believe it? I thought that we just started uh, the year. And uh, that's the beauty about uh, doing these kind of season uh, training, where when you're, when you're focused on, um, you know, a, a milestone event, such as the race day, what happens is you are you essentially get prioritize your life, prioritize your activities to get to that that uh, milestone point. And as a result, time flies very quickly. And this is what literally the last four and a half years of my life has been. It just every year is divided into two seasons, and then we just finish two seasons, and the year is gone. I don't know whether it's good or not because I'm also getting old very quickly as a result. But uh, boy, I'm enjoying it. I hope you are too. And here we are. Um, the last month of season nine, Peak Miso Cycle is in full flow right now. Just one more week and we are done with the Peak Miso Cycle. What that means is once Peak Miso is over, your training is over. Now, after that, all we are going to do is sort of taper it down, get to the race day and that's it. We are done post-race, enjoying celebrations, all that good stuff is going to happen. So the hard work is almost done. I said almost because we haven't yet completed it. Okay, so let's make sure that uh, we we hold it tight, keep all the things that you're doing well together and ensure that we finish strong. The goal is always finishing strong. Okay, that's where we need to be. Congratulations for all of you. Um, many of you have completed their races. Now, those of you are wondering, hey, how come they completed it like two, three, four weeks earlier? That means have they not completed the training? I wanted to let you know it is not a random completion. Most of these folks who have done their training, they have discussed with their coaches and coaches have given them, maybe they won't do a rest week. They will, they will, uh, you know, they're senior runners. So they've started a little early. So there are some adjustments that has been made by the coaches for them uh, because it's always difficult, especially for non-New Jersey runners to find a race exactly on the 30th as we wanted to do. Or some of them want to do some outside races. So we do make adjustments. You know, so I want you to make sure you understand that folks who have completed the race earlier doesn't mean that they haven't done their full training. Um, so they have done that. So kudos to all of them who have completed the race. Every weekend is going to be like this, guys, going forward. It's going to be a celebration of other people's successes. And we feel motivated. We feel happy for them. We feel happy for the journey that they have done. Um, you know, it's like dog lovers, right? When uh, a dog lover looks at another dog lover, there's always that unwritten uh, respect and love for the other uh, dog lover because it takes a lot of effort to um, to love a dog and to maintain a dog in the US and everywhere else. It's like a baby. Similarly, a long distance runner, when they look at other long distance runners' successes, you know how much of blood, sweat and tears have gone into it. So there is an unwritten respect and love and almost a, a sense of uh, pride in seeing somebody else's success. And that's what we all experience, especially as coaches, we experience. In fact, we call it the coach's hype. 
you know, it's runner's eye and then it's coach's eye. Coach's eye is seeing your fellow runners um, achieve their objectives and you being a small part of that journey. So that's how we are. And that's how this uh, next month is going to be for all of you. Uh, celebrate other people's successes and, uh, you know, let's all get into a positive spiral of enjoying um, life, enjoying successes. Okay. Um, so this, this time in this coach, uh, in this weekend's message or this weekday message, um, I have two very important points to discuss. First one is about competition. Now, as we are nearing race day, um, there is an element of competition that needs to come in, right? So let me address the first thing. Is competition good or bad? Is being competitive good or bad? Uh, I'm not here to say that, you know, you should not be competitive. Competition is a net negative. No, no, no. Competition is good. What is competition? Competition is sort of um, getting your mind, body and soul aligned to get the best that you can possibly deliver on the day that matters. You know, the key here is on the day that matters. So if you are competitive, awesome. That competitive spirit is awesome because if you're having a competitive spirit, what you're trying to do is you're optimizing yourself. You're thinking about how to give my best on the day that it matters. Now, this is where we introduce this concept of command performance. Now, command performance means performing at a time when it matters. That's what is called command performance. Now, there are some runners in our group who are excellent when it comes to command performance. Um, runner Sapna is, some, uh, is someone that I can immediately uh, think of for this command performance, which is she will ensure that she trains her mind, body and soul in such a way that she gives her absolute best on the race day. And more often than not, she gives a PR on the race day. And if you look at her sort of training journey, she will have much less than optimal performances in the first three weeks of her training. Then it will slowly improve. It will get better, better, and then boom, deliver it. Coach Srivatsan is another great example. Seven full marathons, seven PRs. Congratulations, coach. And this is because of that command performance mindset. Ability to hold your chips, and deliver it full flow on the day it matters. Another way of explaining, understanding command performance is like an interview example. Let's say you're going for a job interview. You want to be the smartest, the most intelligent, the most communicative, the best form of yourself on the day when interview job interview is happening. Say, let's say for your dream job. There's absolutely no point in preparing really well. And your peak performance is say one day before or one day after the interview. You've lost out the opportunity right? Same story is on running as well. So for you to be at command performance level, you need to think not that day. You need to think three, four weeks before that. This is where you are in right now. So being competitive is all about ensuring that you give the absolute best that you can possibly give on the day that matters. That's why being competitive is important. If you're not competitive, you will not focus on small things that matter, okay? That is the right thing about competition, you know? So having the competitive mindset is good so that you ensure that you don't let anything to chance. You ensure that your gears are in place. You ensure that you don't overdo your peak mesocycle right now and then get injured. You listen to your body. You do the salt tablets. You ensure that you do the, you know, post-recovery, post-run recovery, post-long run recovery well. All of these things you do when you're competitive in spirit. 
what is bad about competition is you focus on comparing yourself to other people's performance that is a bad side of competition when that creeps in guys nothing good comes out of it because in long distance running it's all about truth it's all about who you are where you are just by you comparing to somebody else it's not as if your performance is going to improve in fact you'll only get miserable okay so that is the downside of competition looking outwards so a good competitive spirit is needed as long as you're comparing with yourself that's lends itself to the second question who is your competitor so i talked to you about what is competition what's the best part of competition the next side is who is your competitor let me tell you the competitor that you need to be focused on is yourself 3 months ago who you were 3 months ago you're trying to beat that 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 person think about that the the full marathon that's the idea of pr right that's the beauty about the concept of pr what is a pr it's a personal record you're trying to beat your own uh, sort of record that you did 3 4 5 months ago and you're trying to better that so competition is within yourself you're competing your own self so if you're able to do that if you're able to bring the command performance spirit into it then you align these two forces and come race day you are having a great time and even if you do not have a great time in terms of the actual output you know that you're given the best that you can possibly give you know i my coach is to say the goal for every day is to get the best that you can give that day you know some days that best would be lower than you know the the best of the previous day but that's how it is there's so many factors at play you know there's so many factors at play you cannot control everything you can only control few factors um so you just go with the flow maximize the factors that you can control and hope for the best that other factors that are not under your control are not you know or helping you and you're giving the best if every all the forces align you get a pr if all the forces do not get aligned it's okay still you get something but you feel good that you gave the best you can possibly do okay so that's how i would think about competition and i want you all to get into that competitive spirit positive competitive spirit okay don't let anything to chance focus on things that you can control and do not let go of the things that you want to control and do not peak early you know um there is a you know in friend circle i don't know whether you guys uh, have experienced there are always some friends in your friend circle let's say think about your high school friends and there are always someone who are like you know they peak too early in life you know that what i mean by that is there are they are the smartest dudes or the girl uh, in the group you know they are the absolute best in the group when they are in uh, high school or maybe early days of college and then 30 years later you look at them and you are like man i expected something lot more from that person than what that person is right now and you would see that direct connection to peaking too early maybe it is possible that person peaked on college as supposed to peak at the age of maybe 30 to 40 when your career is supposed to peak you know what i mean so that's another way you can see command performance not matching when it matters in fact you should tell your kids about this take it slow the prs in life also helps there's a lot you can learn from running guys um so that's about competition uh keep that competitive spirit in your uh, in your mind and uh, approach the race day it's going to come in the next 2 3 weeks approach the race day enjoy your success enjoy each other's success 
And this month is going to be a glorious month for Anasai. So that's item number one. The item number two I wanted to talk to you about today is the concept of mental benchmark. Uh, it is a very, very powerful tool, folks, for long distance runners. Now, what is a mental benchmark? Now, there, it, there's a lot of theory behind this, but this is something practically we will experience on the, on the sort of during the training course. And let me tell you what I mean by that. So let's take the half full marathoners here. First time full marathoners, especially. If you go and talk to them, this is the experience they will have. At the start of full marathon training, they are absolutely nervous that they will be, they have to do 26 miles. They just cannot do it. They are looking at seven, eight mile runs and they're struggling. And they tell me, hey, Bala, I'm really worried. How I, eight miles only, I'm struggling. At the end of 10th mile only, I'm like out of breath. I don't have any clue how I'll do 26 miles. And I tell them, forget about that. Your goal is to finish this week and that's pretty much it. And, uh, you know, uh, they trust what I say and they just do that. Fast forward five, six, seven weeks and they just completed a 20 mile long run, you know, and how they do it. It's not as if 10 miles and they jumped into 20 miles. They went from 10 miles, then they did a 12 mile run, then they did a 14 mile run, 16, 18, and now they have completed 20 mile run. Now, the training program is such that after you do the 20 mile run, the next week, I asked them to do a 15 mile run. The same 15 mile run that they felt incredibly hard uh, target when they were at the beginning of the week. They think of 15 mile run as, a, oh my God, this is an easy weekend. I just have to do 15 mile run. Or in other words, if I ask them to go and do a half marathon, they're like, a half marathon, I'm not even worried about it. I, every week I do a half marathon. The same person two seasons ago, half marathon was a major event. What is happening here, guys? Of course, they're getting better physically, obviously. But you know, there's something more that is happening. That is mental benchmarking. As one of the biggest difference between a kid and an adult is that for whatever reason, life's experiences, wisdom, you name it, we have, we self-restrict ourselves on what we can possibly do in our mind. We say that this is okay, this is not okay. Subconsciously, I'm talking about. You know, it's not as if uh, we do it by, by, uh, by, you know, like wanting to do it, it happens by itself. Like, you know, it's wisdom, experience, you name it. We tell it to ourselves, hey, this is the best I can do. The minute you have that ceiling, your mind controls the ability of your body to reach that ceiling, period. Okay. So whatever you do, when the ceiling is there, once the you reach towards the ceiling, you, you start getting exhausted. You feel you can to give it up. In mountaineering, this is a very major factor. Folks who can summit or the folks who can keep pushing that ceiling. Yes, I can do. Yes, I can do. Yes, I can do. It's a mental game after a point of time. Same thing happens with long distance running. So what we are really doing in our training is in a controlled, systematic, structured way, we are pushing that ceiling up, 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 up. So right now in peak meter cycle, you have pushed the ceiling to a point where you are at 80% of the distance. And right now, the only worry you have is the actual distance itself. So that is why you need to finish the long runs. That is why when you see some other folks, you know, who haven't completed the run and they just go and do a full marathon, it's possible. Right now, if I ask you to do it, you can somehow finish the race distance that you've signed up for without even finishing the peak meso. But that's not the way we want you to do. 
We want you to push the ceiling up, up, up in such a way that it becomes a lot easier than what it will be. That is the power of mental benchmarking. That's the power of the community as well. Because you are in a community of runners and you see your fellow runner, RHWN, RHWBEN, <laughs> who, are, who is able to, who has never run before and suddenly dished out a full marathon and he or she seems to be just a regular person. You as a first time full marathon are looking at it and say, okay, if that person can do, he's gone through the same training as me, had a similar sort of starting point as me. If that person is able to do, oh, maybe I can do it too. And, and that day, your mental benchmark is increased. The day your mental benchmark increases, your body is being controlled by this brain, is able to now deliver a much better performance and you are able to do it. That is how we finish full marathons. And the beauty is, guys, once you finish your first full marathon, next time when you train for a full marathon, you will find that next time is a lot easier because your mental benchmark is already at 26.2 miles. This is the beauty of mind over body. This is when mental strength is more important than physical strength. That is where you all are right now. Mental strength is there. You tune it, you zone it, and then finish the peak miso. You get the benchmark up and then get physically, you sort of take rest. That is the taper week. And then come race day, thanks to the environment, thanks to the adrenaline, you will have the extra adrenaline, the regular dose of goo, various other things a race day gives because of which you will be able to do the last six miles or three miles that uh, are the extra distances that you need to do that you didn't train for. You'll finish all of that quite, uh, you know, normally, I won't say easily, but normally you'll finish it off. And that's when you finish the race. This is how it's going to be, guys. So in summary, two things I told you, two very important concepts I told you today. One is the concept of... Uh, this mental benchmarking, where just go with the flow and the mental benchmarking will take over. So you just have to keep pushing the, uh, the bar a little higher, a little higher, a little higher. And secondly, whom you're competing with, you're competing with yourself, the person that you were three months ago. That is your competition. And competitive spirit is a positive thing and there is a negative thing. The positive thing is when the competitive spirit brings out the best in you, by ensuring that you are trying to focus on delivering a command performance. Command performance is when you deliver the best you can do on or at a time it matters. That is command performance and that's what we want to do. The negative side of competitive spirit is comparison with other runners when it doesn't really help because this sport or this way of life, this running, is all about truth about yourself. Just by comparing yourself, the truth doesn't change. You need to recognize that and with the truth, good things will happen. Okay? Keep all of these things in mind. Congratulations, guys. What a brilliant journey it has been. Continue this last three, four weeks. Let us finish the season with huge, uh, you know, success for everybody. And let's go for partying after that. Talking of parties, thank you, everyone, for coming over to our uh, New Jersey party. Thank you, especially for those donors and volunteers who, you know, opened their heart, just gave us that extra dollars for us to make break even on that day. We made it very easily. We made the break even very easily. Thank you all. Thanks for all those folks who gave 5x, 10x more than what we wanted. 
and you need not have done it but you did it uh, that just shows uh, you know an amazing person that who you are wherein you want to ch- chip in where it matters you gave a command performance when it comes to giving <laughs> thank you and uh, it was a great um, uh, uh, middle of the season party i request all of you to please do come over for this party this is a time you meet fellow runners and you will not believe the family environment that you feel because all of us are going through the same ringer the crucible experience i told you about and we all follow that it's just incredible to see each other and uh, you know we we have nice food always potluck is always very successful when it comes to runners party because people get a lot of food we eat a lot all kinds of varieties i'm talking about each uh, type of food we had 5 6 7 items like seven kinds of dishes of rice five kinds of side dishes that type of stuff there was so much and we enjoyed the food uh, drinks were on the house people got drinks so drinks were there of course we had our dj park just you know giving a beautiful set of music and it went on as i said I, like and then all of us came together and cleaned the place so beautifully it was a nice bonding experience as well and then we went to applebees and finished at 1:30 so it was like a great experience i want all of you to sort of mark your calendars when this happens likewise race day folks even if you have finished your races you know you can come and join us for a 5k or a 10k race it doesn't matter you already trained if you finish half marathon come and do a 10k with us 10k is nothing but the goal is for you to come participate and be there when we finish the season and get your runners i met up okay i'm talking about especially those folks in new jersey folks beyond new jersey we love our guests all always in season we have about 5 to 10 folks outside new jersey come there as guests i hope uh, this season also will see those please do come also get your non rwn friends introduce them to the running community you know uh, many of our runners have joined likewise uh, you're going to be this is a very special event volunteered managed and delivered by rswns okay so you will see our runners are your pit stop uh, folks already the volunteer group are meeting they are preparing for it it's going to be fun always been a fun it is something we have chief guests delivering the medals you know it is always a fun thing you know it's a culmination of four months of beautiful activity so i want i want all of you to be there mark your calendars april 30th even if you finish the race you should come okay do your 5k 10k whatever it is and make it up okay do all of this guys and looking forward to uh, looking at your runs uh, take care have a wonderful uh, week and finish off the peak miso cycle take care father fitter and faster is the way we do it bye bye